to INS, the International News Service, your source for the most important weird news from across the globe. With news analyst Kevin Harrison, actor, comedian, and musician Mike Wiebe, and professional commentator Brian Camp. INS, the news you need. to let you guys know you know we have a we have a subreddit r slash ins pod the moderator mm-hmm. made a a poll it says in the coming tribulations humanity's last slash best hope will be blank who rides out of the wastelands and the options were sound bather quantum magician or closed off kevin mm-hmm. and the winner was a tie between sound bather and closed off kevin sorry brian that's bullshit. No, that's, well, you know, it's it's because people were goofing around, right? I mean, it's a poll; they're having fun. Yeah, the internet's. If they had, if anyone's really wanting to protect themselves from uh-huh. the tribulations, which, of course, referring to uh, a period of time in between the rapture uh-huh. and the second coming and the eventual that's it, the tribulations, which come right after the trials. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> well-established a well-established fact you're going to want a quantum magician though that's what i'm getting at you're going to want someone who really is look i mean you i I shouldn't say you guys i know mike's aware of this but Uh you know kevin are you even are you on a ley line right now do you know right that's those are are things so i'm not you know you could draw a line (laughs) that passed through this house across the across the entire so you think ley lines only exist in england that is I'm sorry. I don't. I mean, I don't I'm, wanna... I'm just saying you could draw a line between any two things, and that's just a line. That's a good start, though, to identify where probable ley line sites you find ancient, mm. ancient sites mm. of power. Right, the pyramids, oh. uh, Nazca, Seven Eleven, Seven Eleven stole <laughs> Kansas. I, yeah. I, I'm on a ley line between Oklahoma and Dallas. I don't think. Well, that. I mean, there are some <laughs> highways that. Well, right. I mean that are, do follow ley lines because they just, they didn't, they naturally, people naturally want to, are attracted to those. You get pulled well, to it. You get pulled to that energy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, is this, is this the right time to point out? So for the listener, you have to look this up, but if, if the Dallas Fort Worth highway system were a ley line, it, it looks like a tiny penis going into a massive vagina. Does it? Yeah. Hold That's- on. For the listener, we're we are humoring Kevin's strange road yeah, fetish. Weird. That's a very Freudian. That we've just discovered right sex kind of. Mm-hmm. Here, thing. I found an article called "Phallus Texas," authored by Kevin Harrison. No, no, yeah. I think I think this is actually by friend of the podcast, Pete Friedman. Oh, well, there's there's Phallus something. Texas. Okay, here's the here's the small penis that is. The Dallas Fort Worth Highway System. It's got the balls and everything. Oh, Dallas is the balls, yeah. and Fort Worth is the head, and then the shaft is the highways connecting them. Yeah, eight twenty mm-hmm. really kind of makes it the head, or six twenty. Yeah. No, it's huh. eight twenty Fort Worth. But oh, uh, the, if you look at this, this is the greater Dallas Fort Worth area. It's a giant vagina with a tiny penis going into it. Yeah, it does look vaginal. I don't I'll post penis. this in the uh, episode notes if I remember. Prepare to have yeah. your day made, listener, <laughs> yeah. when you look at 
Look at this. This is this is making. <laughs> you don't me... want to look at this at work. This is what they call NSFW. Right. Yeah. This is like uh, to bring back last episode. This is looking like looking like the graphics of Custer's Revenge. <laughs> Only because we were told that's what that is. Is it? You scroll down. There's some images we didn't see. We yeah, saw the no, in tower didn't... with. I don't know what this one ornaments. is. What is this? Chase Tower. Oh, I see. Chase Tower kind of looks a little like a dick, I guess. And then you had the yes. the hand of the Texas Ranger statue at Dallas Love Field. Oh, kinda, Love Field. He's standing yeah. and he's got his hand at like waist level and he's kind of angled. It's angled in front of him. And uh, as a result, it kind of kind of looks like he's, he's a little excited Mormon about something. One Ranger statue. Looks like he's a a shower and not a grower, you might say. Yeah, looks like he's a big old hog. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and hog for the listener, Michael. That is... means penis, Brian. Oh, that's okay. uh and that's a colloquial term oh. referring to penis. Hog uh sometimes called a crank. <laughs> as in as in look at the crank he's working with, which is to wow. say look at that look at the large flaccid or turgid Mm-hmm. Penis on that gentleman. Turgid. <laughs> gentleman is, is... Is turgid the right the right descriptor for a penis? Well, you know, you can describe, Kevin, you can describe penises in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Name 14. Throbbing. One. <laughs> Gigantic. Two. Okay. Flaccid. Oh, Three. that's a good one, yeah. Limp. Four. Veiny. Five. <laughs> Rigid. Six. Okay. Rock hard. Seven. Oh, so abs. Raging. Eight. <laughs> bulbous. Nine. Purple. Ten. A warrior. Uh, you can like a purple warrior. I'm going to give you 11. Those are two different okay. things. Right. Fleshlight. 12. Well, Fleshlight. Right penis. Oh, flesh. Okay, like. Yeah. Flesh st- uh, staff. <laughs> 13. One more, Mike. I don't think you can do it. Wiggle snake. <laughs> Damn it. Wiggle snake. Damn it. <laughs> Can't believe retiring from the show now. Yeah, I'm not to be tested. This is a good episode. Yeah, it's a good episode. Yep. Welcome to the International News Service. We're your hosts. I'm Kevin Harrison, along with I'm Brian Camp. I am Wiggle Snake Mama, Mike Weeby. <laughs> I got a Wiggle Snake Mama. I believe that's a Reverend Horton Heat. Reverend Horton Heat. Oh, I nice. thought it was. I always thought it was Wiggle Stick. Well, and that's another colloquial thing there, Brian. There's okay. some sections of the country that will say wiggle stick. Some people will say wiggle snake. Oh. I get it. What does the reverend yeah, say? I get it. What does the reverend say? Anything he goddamn wants. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> you you talked about that tour before, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think a little bit. Yeah, it uh-huh. was great. You said those, yeah, you said all those guys were really great. Oh, I love it. It was it was so fun. And it was it was fun to play with uh that's a you know, that was a band when we were coming up that that was, you know, from Texas that was kind of making it big. They were on MTV, Beavis and Butthead. It was real. I was always a fan of them. They are so much better than all the other versions of yes. bands trying to do that same thing. Totally. They're one of those, right? I think that's that was your point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would have to say they got to be the best, like, like rock and roll end of rockabilly bands yeah. out there. Yeah. That I can think of, but I'm not like, I'm not a connoisseur of the genre, I'm but, not either. Yeah. but I've seen a lot of other rockabilly bands and none of them I like. There's probably some like real purist version of it. That's some guy that's like 90 that I don't know about. That's right. probably maybe considered by some people to be better. Maybe. Or, I don't, but I think Ro- I, Reverend Orton Heat is, they're the ones that like do the most. Yeah. Yeah. 
in, in different genres. So our first story comes to us from KDVR, Fox Channel 2 in Denver. Ah, the super ones. Cadaver. Uh, no, yeah. K, K, K Denver. No, Cadaver. Yeah, but they call it Cadaver. Cadaver, Fox Channel 2 Their mascot Denver. is a crypt keeper. Oh, wow. That'd be a good channel. So Google Earth has been used for many things, including getting directions, flight simulators, causing international mm. incidents, and now it's being used for something new, oh. a Bigfoot sighting. What? Last month, someone on Reddit posted coordinates on recently captured satellite imagery over Colorado that shows an approximately 7-foot, 5-inch, or 2.26 meters dark bipedal figure walking in a northwest direction. Also, the figure doesn't appear in any previous Google Earth imaging of the area. In addition to Bigfoot, there have been some there has been some speculation that the photos show a bear or a hiker without any gear, but many experts also seem to agree that it's a large puddle that has been absent in past satellite images of the area. But we won't truly know until someone, maybe Michael, travels to the coordinates in Colorado in search of Bigfoot. I got a quick question. Yes. It would probably be illegal, uh-huh. right, to show a nude person on Google Earth, wouldn't it? Uh, no, it wouldn't be illegal. Google Earth would take certainly take down anything depicting... They would take down a photo if there was they just say... They probably would censor it. They'd probably put like a mosaic over it. I'm just it. saying, like, if there was a scenario uh-huh. where mm-hmm. they did catch another Bigfoot and it was uh-huh. holding up a person and the person <laughs> was nude... Oh, I see. And there was a bunch of. They would at least blur the person out. Yeah. Right? Well, they they might blur out the genitals and maybe the face. Well, would they blur out if you had a tattoo? If you had a tattoo, would they blur that the tattoo too? If you had a couple tattoos no, on you, I don't think they'd blur out the pointing and laughing either. I, <laughs> one, I think we're explain we're getting a good explanation of why so many Bigfoot photos are difficult to right. to see because there's. There's pixelation we don't realize that perhaps is... Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You know? I'm just wondering, uh, legally, could we, could uh, just a hypothetical person, Uh let's just say me, could I put forth some sort of injunction with Google Earth to make sure... That that wouldn't happen, that they wouldn't like leak, that that I could sue if they were to leak a photo of, I don't know, just say me with my bare bottom hanging out and my okay. my naked uh-huh. spindly legs flailing. Right, they are pretty spindly. And as a Bigfoot held me by both uh-huh. wrists with one hand right, and pointed its giant Bigfoot fingers at my genitals. <laughs> Laughing while other farm while other farm creatures from nearby farms uh-huh. and woodland creatures stood around uh-huh. laughing and laughing while I flail uh-huh. uh, with my cold bare buttocks <laughs> touching the the mountain air and there's nothing I can do about it like I because I I wouldn't want that I know it's a crazy thing but I wouldn't want anyone to see that I think that it should be illegal to put that up without anyone's um. Permission. Uh huh. Well, let me ask you something. What if, what if one of the woodland creep, maybe say, say Bambi's there and Bambi's got a, a, a camera phone and takes a picture 
Just because you're out in the public. It's not real. They don't have they don't have <laughs> camera phones. The animals right. don't have camera phones. They can laugh. Okay, they get a and they can point camera. with their mm-hmm. with their paws and hooks, uh-huh. but they can't actually take photographs. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, let me ask you a different question. Are you in, are you in public? No, I'm in the mountains <laughs> where Bigfoot lives. The only right. way anyone's going to take a photo would be a Google Earth type situation. Uh-huh. None of these creatures have technology around them. I mean, possibly a raccoon could, but I don't see that. I'm not worried about that. Okay. The raccoon wouldn't be able to figure out how to upload it at best. Right. I don't don't think that you have any uh, intellectual property in your humiliation that's done in public unless, unless they used it in their advertising. Like maybe, maybe Google creates an advertising blitz it's a bunch of the, the first it's the the animals pointing and laughing at your your small genitals and then as a result not they say small but it wouldn't be it wouldn't be small it'd be small to a, like a fucking bigfoot mm-hmm. right. you're a fucking giant beast with giant you know fucking I'm sure that it's it's always the females that do this too, by the way. Uh, uh-huh. But you know, and certainly a human human genitals compared to Bigfoot genitals, of course they're gonna be smaller. Sure. It's just uh-huh. the fucking way that Science. elephants have giant dicks. Fucking mm-hmm. horses have giant they're also way uh-huh. bigger and they weigh more. Right. Ants have smaller dicks than people. Maybe that's why it's called. Well, I'm not fucking picking up I'm not picking up la- I'm not picking up ants and laughing at them. <laughs> I'm not a fucking psychopath. <laughs> It's like the idea that you're like, <laughs> and then set it down. <laughs> I think the question is that yeah. is whether or not, I mean, if this is a quasi consensual act, like if it's, but yeah, if you're, it wouldn't be consensual. There would be nothing that the person could do about it. <laughs> it would just say it was me. There'd be but nothing I can do about it. Right. Nothing. Right. But and you, I, my, you, and my, you, listen, in my leg, I would be kicking my legs all around. They would just be flailing <laughs> out there in the cold, cold mountain air, which isn't helping anything either. If you know what I mean. Uh, right. But yeah, I, I think if they use it in advertising, you could take that. Like if it was like, like, Google Earth found, what, found what, this what big product foot. would you add that nobody's going to well, advertise that? Why would they? Well, you know what if what, what, what if Google's what, pointing what, out how memes are created? What product like, could you advertise with well, that? You're advertising Google, like so the world comes together on Google and everybody points and laughs at the guy that the animals are pointing and laughing at. Then they might be That's, like, okay, you, you know, know what? You fucking keep your day job, Don Draper. <laughs> All right, that's never going to be an ad. I just don't want. I just don't want that photo getting out. I just if the, if right. that would ever happen, I just I just think it should be illegal. Uh-huh. And I think can can't we get some laws in place ahead of time? Oh, you want to, to censor make sure people. that doesn't happen? You, you're not afraid. No, I don't. Of the but I don't think Amendment. that anybody should accidentally right. show up nude. Right. On on Google Earth. Uh-huh. Right. Well, it's almost a like a, a revenge porn situation. I think if they were to. <laughs> Profit off of I mean, mics. That usually is done by the by one of the. That's what parties. it is. That's what it would be. I feel like revenge porn is well, one of the parties involved. Google's filming it, so yeah, party Google, do it right. The company is filming it. Yeah, mm. they're looking for it. Maybe this is just a lure to get you out. I'm there, just Mike. saying, Google. If that were to happen, Google, you'd have a serious lawsuit on your hands. Damn, a serious lawsuit. Mike's so, a celestial lawyer. Yeah, they don't want to go to the celestial courts. You're looking at a. You're looking at a lawsuit in space. Oh yeah, I mean, not only <laughs> physical, but yeah, I would definitely because that that is, 
you know, they probably are transdimensional beings. And so the, the lawsuit, I would take it here and I would take it to, you know, wherever they're from, heaven or whatever. <laughs> are Bigfoot they? or Google? Bigfoot. They're not. Uh, they uh, might Bigfoot. be angels. Okay. I'm suing everybody. <laughs> so our next story comes to us from Sora News 24, a Japanese news site. Oh, they oh. brought us our J.R. West story, I think. I think they did. Wait, George Soros mm-hmm. News? All over Japan. So- Sora yes. News 24. Soros News? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, close to This that. guy, I'm so sick of this guy. He's ruining, this guy's ruining <laughs> my life. How's he doing mm-hmm. that? He pays everybody to go protest everywhere. Wow. There's not been one legitimate protest in the United States <laughs> since like 1960-something. I think that probably checks out. George yeah. Soros has been paying. It just He just pays everyone to go out there. He hand draws most of those signs himself. He sounds like <laughs> a busy guy. Yeah, well, he's got... Yeah, I mean, he's rich. He has built robots to make the signs. <laughs> he's built signs. A lot of those making. signs are AI now. <laughs> a lot of those signs are AI. He built... He, uh-huh. he created AI in order to like make up signs and make oh. sign makers out of fucking business. So back in episode 53, we talked about a fish that researchers taught to drive a small motorized tank. Oh, God. This is... God, this is such bullshit. Now, fish in Japan have taken their species' newfound autonomy to a new level. Specifically, they have committed wire fraud against their owner. So, this next part gets complicated and probably... Just it alone deserved a, a story on INS. So, but we have to go through the complications to get to what actually happened. So basically, the owner placed a grid behind an aquarium with each section of the grid corresponding to something you would press on a Nintendo Switch controller. For example, left, right, or A, or B. He set up a camera that visually monitored each section of the grid, and then he used software to select the action the fish swam across on a Switch controller. The owner then left the fish to play 2022's Pokemon Scarlet and Violet over YouTube. Apparently, this isn't a unique thing. A different team of fish completed the game Pokemon Sapphire two years ago using the same method. Unfortunately, this method also allows the fish to use the Switch controller for non-gameplay functions. So what happened is that the game crashed, the fish confirmed the error message, so the Switch jumped back to the home screen, and the fish continued using the controller. First, the fish changed the owner's nickname in the system. Then, the fish entered the Nintendo eShop, where the owner had his credit card saved. The fish added 500 yen, or about $3.90, to the owner's account balance. Then, the fish logged into the owner's online uh, Switch Online account, which earned them login points, and then they spent those login points on a cosmetic upgrade to use with Nintendo Switch Sports. The fish then put this Switch into sleep mode, which finally ended their crime wave for now. No, they didn't. They didn't do any of this. The fish swam. <laughs> this didn't is, do any of that. I'm so angry at you that you kept <laughs> yeah. giving the fish some sort of volitional <laughs> intent. If I, I, so I here's dumb. what's gonna happen. Here's what's uh-huh. gonna happen. Uh-huh. I'm going to spend how I don't know how much it costs, probably twenty five hundred bucks uh-huh. to get a round trip flight to Japan. <laughs> okay. And I'm mm-hmm. going to go to this place. It's just some guy's home. 
I'm like, oh, easier. It's easier that I'm going to go to his home uh-huh. and I'm going to kick in the door mm-hmm. and I'm going to walk into the room and I'm going to uh-huh. grab this fish. Now, is it a bunch of, is that aquarium full of fish? Oh, well, I'll just do each one of them then, one by one. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. I'm going to throw them as hard as I can at the wall. That doesn't, that doesn't sound very nice. <laughs> one at a time. <laughs> one at a time. They're and I'm never going to get... make him watch. They're never going to complete I'm going Pokemon. to throw them one at a time at at the wall. I mean, I'm talking... I Listen, <laughs> listen. I am talking fucking Nolan Ryan at his prime. <laughs> I'm talking... Pitching fucking heat, just heat, and the wall is gonna be like one, like seriously, like a foot or two away. Like uh-huh. if I were to step two more feet, I would be able to touch the wall. But I'm gonna step two feet back from from the wall, uh-huh. and I'm going to rear up, full on hands behind my head, just uh-huh. and just bam, just, right. just fastball fish after fastball fish hitting that uh-huh. wall. Or wait, I don't know. Hold on. Uh-huh. Where well, I need to actually. This is this is what I need to know first. Okay, okay. What is the best distance for me to stand that the fish will be the maximum speed before uh-huh. it hits the wall? Well, so I think it's important to note here that I know for a fact you don't know how to throw a baseball, so it doesn't matter. I can throw a baseball. <laughs> I will. I'll, I'll go to fucking training. I'll go yeah. to spring training. I'm gonna start working uh-huh. out. The the problem is Kevin, and is that uh-huh. if Mike does all this. According uh-huh. to your theory of, of the world, the fish caused it all to happen by swimming around. The f- fish then caused Michael to get on an they airplane Mike's and then caused Michael to get off the plane and go, I mean, yeah, that's, this yeah. is the picture. This is yeah. just a long suicide pact by the fish. That's and it's probably a bunch of fucking grommies. Or it's their path yes, to immortality. Dick. I think they were, I think they were, uh, they were some kind of tetra. These aren't triggers. <laughs> <laughs> Did this guy pay for this himself, or is this did some university shell out? No, he paid for it himself. Taxpayer money. I think he was oh, making okay. money so off YouTube. Actually, I'm going to throw these fish so goddamn hard that about half of them, when they hit the wall, they're just going to stick there for a couple seconds before they slide down. Oh man, yeah. I I think friend of the show Ben Johnson may not be liking the <laughs> yeah. fish murder talk. I think a, a few of our listeners. There you go. You see the fish swimming across the control thing, and the they don't. They're not. They don't fucking. Is I. I don't like to assign like a lot of meaning uh-huh. to events like this as being right. any kind of harbinger of the demise of all of society. But <laughs> this being popular has me concerned about just the world that we live in. I mean, seriously, if if you believe mm-hmm. that the fish had any intention in doing this. <laughs> I don't think anybody also, believes that. Then you all, that it is not a leap to believe that they intentionally did this to get me to come over there and, and fling them at the wall <laughs> mm-hmm. and knowing it would, knowing it would piss me off. Could you prove that this was not a huge ruse just to piss you off? Uh, if if you believe that they did this, if that that they bought, that they logged in and out of things on purpose, uh-huh. or had any idea of what they were doing, right, right. then yes, I will go so far as to believe they did this to piss me off. I believe it. In summation, fuck fish. <laughs> hey, that's uh, what are you quoting? Uh, adaptation, the movie adaptation. Is that line from adaptation? Yeah. Uh, what's that guy's know. name? He won an Oscar for that. 
He goes, he was just obsessed with fish. And then he's like, and then one day I woke up and I'm like, fuck fish. And then he gets into orchids. Oh yeah. Chris Cooper. Chris Cooper. Mm -hmm. Good actor. Is that a good movie? Yeah, it's very good. I don't know if it holds up or not. Yeah, it does. Oh, that's a strong recommendation for Mike. Are you guys watching that last of us show? I haven't watched it yet, but my girlfriend started watching it. It is a very good video game. Maybe the best, one of the best video games I've ever played. Oh, wow. It's on, they're going to have it for PC really soon. Oh, cool. Yeah, probably the exclusivity uh, has to be over by now, I would think. Right. I think they've done a good job with, surprisingly good job of not, like, I'm not sure that The Walking Dead and everybody liked it. It It was entertaining when it came out, but man. All the characters were really annoying, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, there was a yeah. lot of... And in this, I feel like they're more interesting than annoying and more like, oh, yeah, that's what people would be like in this world. So, Yeah, it was, it's it's uh, it's a really good game. It fucking goes hard, too. Yeah. But they've already made a bunch of differences in the show, so we'll see oh, sure. how close yeah. it sticks. But I have no, no but, spoilers, Michael. Well, they, that, they did a weird a weird thing with the show that thing where they're all connected to the ground was is not in the game but oh. it's an interesting idea i thought like oh, that's kind of cool it's a real clever idea yeah anyway continue kevin so this next story is about a massive animal wrecking havoc in australia it's gonna be a good one oh yeah. you know what this is about you seem to you seem to have an inkling i'm best as a giraffe that is got into some Viagra. They they don't. I mean, it may be at zoos, but they don't. Giraffes aren't just wandering around Australia. Oh, I know what this is. Hey, they ever catch that leopard in Dallas? Oh uh, yeah, they did. Good. They didn't put them down, did they? I don't think so. I don't know. I just saw that they had caught it. I think I do know what this animal is. Yeah, this is in the news and a little I'm, bit. <laughs> I'm tickled. Well, it has a connection to INS lore, so. Cattle bleepus? Oh, <laughs> cattle I know. Bleepus? No, I wish it was. I hadn't considered that. So this story comes to us from the BBC. Bad Boys, Bad Club. boys uh, Club. I don't know. Toads are not native to Australia. They were first introduced in 1935 and are now one of the country's most damaging pests. And since they have no natural <laughs> predators, their population is estimated to be in the hundreds of millions. But... One cane toad in particular stands above all the other toads, and her name is Toadzilla. Apparently, a park ranger in Queensland was on patrol when she saw what she described as, quote, almost like a football with legs. She and her team quickly captured Toadzilla, which weighed 2.7 kilograms or six pounds. In fact, Toadzilla broke the world record for the largest toad ever found with the previous record of 2.65 kilograms or about 5.84 pounds. The park ranger said Toadzilla likely balked out on a diet of insects, reptiles, and small mammals, adding, quote, a cane toad that size will eat anything it can fit into its mouth. Unfortunately, Toadzilla was euthanized as required by Australian law, and she will be donated to the Queensland Museum. And I want to I want to show you a little picture here of Toadzilla. Her name was Toadzilla. That's not a good name. They should. Mm-mm. You know what? It's a good name. Is she green? You're looking at her oh, right now. I mean, Dang, that's fucking big. That's big. <laughs> she, she's kind of like brown. But if she was green, they could have called her Marjorie Taylor Green. <laughs> Topical. <laughs> 
Why, why did they have to euthanize her? Because they're an invasive species, and uh, that's just the law says, like, if I remember right, and Brian, tell me if I'm wrong, I, I feel like this is something you would know, but they introduced cattle to Australia, but since they didn't have any insects that broke down the cat, the, the, the cow dung, it just sat there and us in like, like thousands of square acres or millions of square acres, probably just stunk like cow shit. And so they introduced dung beetles to deal with the cattle droppings, but then they had dung beetles everywhere. So then they brought in the toads to eat the dung beetles. But again, the toads had no natural predators. So like, and they're right. also slightly poisonous. So they would just like wipe out all kinds of native populations and just overpopulate much like that Simpsons episode where Bart brought his frog to uh, Australia. Yeah. I think the cane toad is, it's the classic story of escalating predators to try to control yeah. lesser predators. Yeah. There might've been another animal in there before you even got there up uh, to the end there. There was, I, there was another problem at one point, in Australia, with with rats that are like mice, yeah. that's like I, oh, that yeah, I've the, seen where the grain like, mice, yeah, the grain mice, where they're driving around. There's just like millions of them, just like it's so crazy looking. They have they have problems with everything. Cats, like there's something like one cat for every square foot in Australia. What? Yeah, they have problems with uh, rabbits as well, like because none of them have any natural predators, so they just like take over. Sounds like food of the gods. Yeah. Mm. Man, that toad is really big. Yeah. yeah. It's Loveland's, Loveland frog size big. You'd kind of like to see how big they it could mm. get. That's a little, but I guess it would just keep breeding. But they said, okay, so they said uh, the average toad or cane toads can live to be up to 15 years old. And they don't know how old she was, but they said she was probably pretty old and that she was six times the size of the average cane toad. Look at those leg muscles. Yeah. yeah. That's good eating. <laughs> good with some cornbread. It's funny, too. Like, only because it's so big that they had to say euthanized. Like, any other cane toad, they're like, I oh, always squashed it. Yeah. Right. We just fucking killed it. Like, but it's so big, you have to go, you have to put a, you have to put a, a pretty word on how they killed it. <laughs> so imagine in, in, a, in a place where it's not only legal to kill toads it's uh -huh. probably encouraged to kill toads yeah. right. imagine the taxidermy displays of toads doing human things they have oh, available man. to them oh wow i mean what a delight what a delight I to mean, see like snorkeling toad or a skydiving toad froggy land would go crazy <laughs> i would want to go through i'm worried, a little worried about this toadzilla marjorie right. taylor green because I would hate to see that there was a passport to Australia for the Loveland frog. <laughs> oh, Loveland frog's no. a frog, though. These are definitely yeah. toads. Well, if anything, they're enemies. If anything, the Loveland frog is mm. concerned about the growing army of toads in Australia, that this True. is all yeah. where they're mustering for their eventual attempt to take over Ohio. Where those Ohioans will probably welcome with open arms, classic Ohio maneuver. Uh, they won't know the they won't they won't know the difference between them and the the regular yeah. humans. There. You 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 <laughs> overestimate my kinfolk who just would want to shoot it. Oh yeah, 
Oh yeah, that would yeah. definitely. Oh, I bet Australians shoot toads all oh, the man. time, probably. And again, it's just encouraged. That's what you do. But, but I mean, they, I, you know, there is. What else are you going to do? It's like the uh, the the kudzu killing the trees in the south. They do call Australia the Ohio of the South Pacific. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Australia. To our Australian listeners, I would like to apologize for Kevin's. I can I can almost assure you, comment. we will never have an Australian listener on our Patreon. But if we do, welcome. Ohio brother. Why wouldn't we have an Australian listener? I bet we will. I bet we will. I want to I want to be very popular in Australia mm-hmm. someday. I want an excuse to go there. I don't think we've had a listener from Australia this entire year. Hmm. Well, they're they're behind us. They probably haven't had a chance yeah, to download they're like, yet. They're, they're literally a whole year in yeah. Oh, because they're in on the s- southern this. hemisphere. It's 2022 there. Yeah, yeah okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I wish they took some video of that fucking toad they do actually let me see if i can find it now you say they're mildly poisonous are they mildly poisonous in a hallucinogenic way or are they just mildly poisonous i don't know i just know that that's part of the here i'll i'll research that for the listener yeah. real quick because i think that's the the question that's outstanding i don't here. think they are the hallucinogenic type here's here's another angle oh that's kind of cute oh here we go oh there she is in the dirt Man, they blend in perfectly. They put a pen next to her. So that's a pen. She's about with her legs in. She's about twice the length of a pen. I've found at least one source that indicates that you can, in fact, smoke cane toad venom. That what have you been reading the Anarchist Cookbook again, Brian? No, this is that would be a good INS uh, (laughs) event to smoke cane toad venom. I'm not gonna smoke. You guys can. I'll be the control group. What is toad venom smoking? Cane toads are well known for producing a white liquid from their backs. The toads squirt the poison at the predators to protect themselves. When natives first discovered the toad's position, that's probably supposed to be poison, so I'm already yeah. distrusting the site. Yeah. They use it for medical properties, but mainly to experience euphoria and hallucinations. For someone to smoke oh, cane you're... toad poison, the venom is extracted and burned. The smoke fills a person's lungs, which begins the effects. Man, I tell you guys what, I think I think I think euphoria is a really good feeling. <laughs> a controversial opinion, but mm-hmm. it's supposed to be very similar to DMT. Ooh. And I don't know if they're if this is the there's at, at one point there's they're talking cane toad. And this is a website for the listener that is banyantreatmentcenter.com. So take that for what it's worth. If they've got that many cane toads and they can get you messed up, then surely Australians are just smoking toad venom all the time, right? I mean, look at the big glands on the back of that toad. <laughs> look at the glands on that toad. <laughs> it must be one of those those drugs, though, that's like serious but not fun. Like, there's got to be like mm. a reason why, like, right? peyote isn't like something that high school kids want to fucking party out with you right know, like yeah it's not it's like a that's like a find yourself and reorganize the meaning of life in your own brain as opposed to like uh eh, makes me talk to girls easier <laughs> i thought that was beer well yeah. i mean yeah that's why beer's the most popular can cause people to have a bad trip fascinating yeah, so any any, any fascinating. closing words here on toadzilla i like toads i uh one time when I was a little kid, I killed a toad, Uh-oh. Uh, and I, 
and I felt real bad about it. And, uh, and I've never killed one since. You ever do that? You ever kill an animal when you're a little kid and you're like, oh, I don't like the way this makes me feel at all. Yeah. Yeah. Shot a bird with a BB gun. I did that. Yeah. I was the same. I shot this toad with a BB gun and I was just like, wow, I feel like shit now. Right. This sucks. It's almost, I remember thinking, I'm probably not going to hit this bird. And that, that almost, like, I think if I knew hundred percent I was going to hit the bird, I wouldn't have done it. But I knew there was a good enough chance that I shouldn't have done it anyway. And I think that's what made me feel like shit was yeah. that I almost fooled myself or pretended like I wasn't going to do something that I would. Man, it sucks. I had to climb onto a roof to get to it to finish killing it, too. Yeah. But you ate it afterwards, right? right? Oh, sure. I made, I used yeah. the arrows for or the, the, the feathers for fletching and the, <laughs> um, the beak for jewelry. I used the fe- I used the feathers for felching. <laughs> <laughs> did you? What yeah. animal did you kill, Kevin? Uh, You're the one who hates animals. What? I I don't hate animals. I'm a vegetarian. Only because you think they're going to try to kill you for all the bad things you've done to them. Yeah, it's a real atonement thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a life of cruelty. I definitely, I definitely yeah. shot a Can bird. Can only be repaid in one way. I remember mm-hmm. once I did not shoot this, but I was participating, and it easily could have been me. There was a, we were shooting my BB gun and there was a tree frog that kept crawling up this tree. And my cousin pointed out that if you shot right next to the tree frog, then it would fall off and then it would climb back up. So we were shooting next to it, making it fall off. And then he accidentally shot it, but it easily could have been me doing stupid kid shit. Mm -hmm. This is why you don't give your eight year old a BB gun. Mm -hmm. Certainly not unsupervised, but it happens every day. Oh, I'm sure. Hey, tree frogs, I like, I'm a fan of the tree frog. I'm a fan fan of all frogs, but tree frogs especially. I like frogs. Yeah. Oh, frogs are awesome. That's why the the Loveland frog is such a delightful friend of the show. That's why the Loveland frog wouldn't come out during my recent visit, which I need to edit and uh, post across social media. Oh, yeah, you do. needs to get done. And I'm sure, yeah, it doesn't help that an Ohioan is assassinating frogs all around its homeland. It's one yeah. portal to our dimension and you're leaving frog carcasses. Yeah. <laughs> Don't think that a the Loveland frog wouldn't respond to that with aggression in kind. So that wraps up another week of the International News Service. Find us across social media at International News Pod. Email us at internationalnewspod at gmail.com. Be sure to tell your friends about us now before Mark replaces us with a soundboard controlled by fish. Check out the INS merch store at Redbubble and our Patreon, and be sure to check out our subreddit at r slash INSpod. We'll see you next week. See you in hell, fish. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the International News Service. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. INS the news you need.